Chapter Two. Fritz threw himself at the railing, curling himself around it. His whole body tensed and relaxed, and then tensed again, as the contents of his stomach evacuated. His breath rasped out of his throat. Ernest leaned on the railing beside Fritz and looked at the calm surface of the sea. A small flock of birds descended, hovered just above it, and then dipped their beaks into it without stopping. It's really quite beautiful, isn't it? Ernest said. Yeah, Fritz said, not even looking. Stunning. Marvelous how the sea rises and falls the way it does, pushing and pulling, and going up and down and up and down, side to side. And Fritz hurled again, this time hitting the hull. Ernest smiled, relishing the moment. Funny how it's you who's turned out to be seasick, isn't it? He said. My money would have been on me, but I'm right as rain. I could dance if I wanted to. Fritz glared at Ernest, but it failed to have the effect he had hoped for. You've got a piece of airline food at the corner of your mouth there, Ernest said. Fritz wiped his mouth. I hate you, he said. Ernest looked over Fritz's shoulder. You're about to hate me even more, he said. I don't think that's possible, Fritz said. A couple of girls are heading our way, Ernest said. Fritz turned even paler. From which direction? He said. Behind you, Ernest said. Fritz turned away and covered his face as best he could. Have they gone? He said. Yes, they're gone, Ernest said. In fact, they were never here in the first place. I just wanted to see you squirm. Fritz made a grab for Ernest, who stepped back. Fritz lost his balance and hit the deck. There was a gasp. A pair of pretty girls stood over Fritz, hands to their mouths. Fritz, face pale, t-shirt vomit stained, turned to Ernest. I'm going to kill you, he said. Let's not be silly, Ernest said, backing away. I'm going to bloody kill you, Fritz said. Ernest took off at a run as Fritz pulled himself to his feet using the railing. Ernest turned and ran down a narrow alley that snaked between cabin compartments. He came out the other side, looked back, and saw no sign of Fritz. He walked at a leisurely pace along the deck and then leaned against the railing. He looked out at an earthbank that slipped by like it was losing its grip on the hull. The lights of the town grew smaller, giving way to ramshackle villages with huts on tall stilts. What Ernest knew to be called Bahay Kubo, Ballet, or Nipa huts. He smiled at the memory attached to the knowledge. Ernest waved to a little girl sat on the end of a pier made of bamboo canes. Her legs draped over the side, toes tickling the water's surface. The ferry chugged on, slow but relentless, and the girl shrunk into the distance. The water was calm, but brown with dirt and silt from the land's steep banks. Ernest heard raised voices, not from fighting, but excitement. He rounded the stern of the ship and found a large group of children and teenagers. They were gathered around something on the floor. Felix, the cabin boy, and three other kids were in the centre. As Ernest drew closer, he could see they were playing a game with small white tiles. Felix placed three tiles with bamboo drawn on them onto the deck. The crowd of boys and girls stood up and roared as one. The losing players put money down, and Felix scooped it up with a long stick. Jenny stood to one side. Ernest approached her. "What's going on?" he said. "They're playing mahjong," Jenny said. "Mahjong." Ernest said. It's a Chinese game, Jenny said. Similar to chess so far as I can make out. You have to make pairs and sets of three with the various tiles. I don't know. They all look the same to me. Ernest watched in fascination as a new game started and the four players shared out their tiles. Ernest compared the confident way Felix played compared to the hesitancy of his new opponents. He had a system, Ernest thought. But what was it? Ernest catalogued each of Felix's movements in his mind, absorbing them for analysis. If it was one thing Ernest loved, it was solving a difficult problem.